So don't leave it to the judges podcast. I'm here with Patty Broken Skull. Patty, Skull. Yeah, I got applause every time. It doesn't matter. I honestly wish I was a guy that could walk into a room and music would just play. You know, even if there's not a radio, nobody has an iPod. Music would just play following me. I don't know what the song would be at this point. Never thought that deep, but it would be great. It would be an entrance. That's for sure. Um, Sam, what news we got? Do we have any news? I'll tell you my news first, and it is simple. Uh, I decided to start playing the UFC 4 game again. Um, mostly because I'm curious again what fighters they've updated. And I wanted to see if I still could do it. You know, see, if, and I put it on hard. I'm like, let me go hard. This is my first time playing in a long time. You know, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. And sure enough, I lost a lot of fights, man. I got slept. Dude, yeah, Robert Whitaker. Yeah, hard, man. That's just hard. Bro, Robert Whitaker ran through the entire tournament. He beat everybody. Damn. I couldn't do it. And he put me away. Dude, it gets so much weirder because I played with uh, Drykus Duplessis. He's on there now. Okay. And I won two fights with this dude accidentally. The first fight, the dude knocked me, rocked me, put me on my back. Guy jumps on me. I I reverse it, put him in a submission, get him in a rear naked, and finish the fight. Uh I'm losing the whole fight. I end up finishing with submission. And then I fight. I don't even know who the next guy was, but it was a very similar situation. And I knocked him out at the end with, like, this front front kick. I'm like, Drykus is fucking... I don't know. Maybe he is that wild. People just don't they don't know his angles. <laughs> it worked out. Then they put Mike uh, Jackson yeah. in the game, and then you just create an event and just have everyone fight him. Everyone fight him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Him Let him win by decision every time so he just gets beat down for three rounds. <laughs> Break his well, he's leg. To win Break by his leg somehow. 12 times in a row. Oh, God. that The Mortal Kombat game uh, for the Xbox One that came out a couple years ago, it sh- when – it would show the bone breaking, like when you caught him with something. Their their skull. It would show like an X-ray version of their head and show the damage. Why not do that in the new UFC? <laughs> it's still a game. I just want to see where fucking TJ Dillashaw's jaw got broke. You know what I mean? Just show me that. <laughs> I'm curious. But yeah, that's all the news I got. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, you want to bring up Mike Jackson? I was gonna oh, yes, back yes, in the yes. cage Good again, point. baby. He's got a fight uh, on yeah. his hands. Go uh, ahead. Tell him. Thanks to a Twitter user that I, I saw a comment uh, with this. He's got a new nickname, Mike. Everyone's a Nazi Jackson because that's what oh, he accuses uh, wow. Pat Militich of, and everyone else. He, you know, the guy used to be in his corner, uh, cage, you know, cornered him when he fought CM Punk, and since he found out he was over at the White House January sixth, uh, Mike Jackson wants to fight everyone, wants to fight him, uh, and he's like, oh, I've got a fight against a Nazi coming up, but yeah, this dude's fifty five years old. Who else is going to call out someone 55 years old? Mike Jackson? Uh, That's who. I was going to say Dylan Danis, but yeah. It's one or the other, really, right? One or the other. What did he want to fight? GSP? Stop it, dude. Stop. Even GSP in his 50s, Dylan, you don't have a chance. These guys are social media warriors, just like the fucking blue-haired bitches. You know what I mean? You're doing the same thing. You might as well be female. Go sit down, dude. You don't belong in a cage with anyone. You belong on the outside taking pictures. I'd pay money to see Mike Jackson get beat up. I, I'd pay money to see uh, Pat Militich be the one to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dan Henderson, you want to talk shit about him next? What, who's another old guy that would dog walk this fucking kid? Uh, Frank Shamrock? <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> like just, we'll go down the list. They'll all beat Royce the hell out of you still. In. What, Frank Mir? What, yeah. Does he think he's got height on Militich is why he's going to have an advantage? <laughs> the worst part is, is it's like you know what his skill set is. Militich is going to take you down. I don't care how tall you are. That means nothing against Pat Militich. Yeah, he might. Yeah, it's good to see him, him keeping down. his uh, name uh, in the 
Mike Jackson's still relevant somehow. <laughs> what was like his real it, name? Yeah. I mean, Harold what, what, Howard, something like that? I mean, his record's one and two, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, Militich only takes this fight if he wants to beat his ass. That's it. You don't take the fight for it. I don't need money. No. I just want to beat. I want to make a point. I, that's it. Which I love. Militich is a fucking veteran, dude. That's great. Where are they going to do this at? On a Jake Paul undercard? You know, um, some caged aggression. Uh, thing. Okay, so that means he's not in the UFC anymore. Nope, not in the UFC anymore. That's correct. Unless they need a cameraman. I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah. He's going to do everything he can to get one of those badges that says he's allowed to walk around sort of freely. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him walking fighters out in a fucking polo <laughs> tucked in. He's just blocking high fives. I thought they were for me. Yeah, it, I'm telling you, man, you know, uh, he's just a fucking nutcase. He, he really is like one of those blue-haired ladies. He's just so in line. Everyone's a Nazi, calling out everyone. And, you know, who was it? Was it Jake Shields yeah. that saw him and like, <laughs> fucked yeah. him up? But, uh, yeah, he was released back in January. I didn't even realize that. Good. But, Why uh, are you still talking then? Why even talk? Yeah. What are you, what are you The Rock? What what's gonna help you? What, how's this gonna benefit you? Taking exhibition fights? And, and you know, look it on your uh, non-existent Wikipedia. Since, since he's one and two, or he, his win it wasn't against CM Punk because remember that fight technically didn't happen. Yeah, it was a disqualification win against Dean Barry. That's when Could've he got been. his Where? eyes gouged. Okay. Yep, that's right. So run, run it back. The UFC said, "Nah, we're not even gonna do that." So the guy doesn't <laughs> even have a win technically. I mean, that's. I mean, okay, it's, I don't know if you remember this guy, Sam, but he was viral on YouTube for a long time, and his name was Charlie. I can't think of his last name, but if you type in Charlie fake KO or Charlie knocks out in gym, Charlie gets aggressive in gym or some shit on YouTube, there's this tall guy with a receding hairline that at, he will ask somebody to box him, go 60%, and then he goes ape shit, and he tries to hurt you. He's a fucking piece of shit. That is who Mike Jackson should be fighting. That guy should call out Mike Jackson to redeem himself. Because if he comes in and he beats the dog shit out of Mike Jackson, then we're like, well, fucking Charlie, welcome back. You know? Because he's not a good guy. Not a good guy. He, he, there's, dude, there was real boxers that were after this Charlie dude for a while. They would come to his house and shit with gloves on, Jeez. ready to box. Call Charlie out, and then his mom would come and be like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> All this shit. He's a grown ass man though. Like, weird yeah, man. I don't know where he's from, Florida troll. or some shit. But yeah, he got. He was. Uh, I don't know. He's viral. Charlie, to a, at least in the fighter circles, where like, like Charlie something. Yeah. Did you look what? What name Zolanol? you got? You got a Charlie something? It's like Zolanol. There you go. Yeah. That's who. Sh like, if if I was Charlie, Dante and I Wilder knew sort of what up. my career and my reputation was, guys like Mike Jackson would be the first ones I'd call out. Dylan Danis would be the next one you call out. If you beat up Mike Jackson, now you just call out Dylan Danis because now you're building a reputation where people can't say that you're not good at what you do now, right? Because you're beating guys that are uh, sort of need a beatdown, <laughs> you know? Guys who are talking the most shit, you're like, people hate me and think I can't fight. I'll fight you. Get him, Charlie. What if he's dead? We have no idea. <laughs> Anyways. Dead. <laughs> Molly McCann announces she's moving to straw weight. Anything Bye. to try to stay relevant. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, let's okay. talk about this Ultimate Fighter, man. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, this this was, okay, the first round was, hey, man, I'm talking about the fight first. Hey, man, Good. we're friends. The second round was, 
are we going to kiss? <laughs> and then the third round was, we're probably going to kiss. <laughs> this was a fight of best friends. Yeah, there wasn't much like, of a fight. Whatsoever. Bro, this was a fight like one of the guys had a secret. The other guy didn't want to spread. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, you can't. Because <laughs> at one point in the fucking fight, Austin says, I want to, but I can't. So he, he's, he says something about, I don't want to, but I have to. Because Roosevelt said something to him, and all I heard was Austin. You see him talking because his mouth guard moves out of his teeth. I'm like, these motherfuckers about to kiss in this cage, bro. I'm fucking out. <laughs> Roosevelt lost all my respect for that shit. You came in yeah. here not wanting to make friends, about to knock everybody out. There was too much time in between fights for you, Pimpin. You got you to gotta fight more consistently if you want to keep that mentality. Didn't work. Ridiculous. I mean, these are guys that on the verge of being back to what they lost in the UFC. That's what Dana said. This yep. kind of performance they have, they know better than this. This isn't it, just some guys off the street coming into the performance yes. center. That's the saddest thing is Dana continues to say this as if they don't know. But, in you know, he knows they know what the fuck is at stake, what we're looking for. Bro, you lost your job already. And you're going to come in here and fucking wrestle and piddle paddle around? You lost your job already. I'm thinking I'm coming in here to eat everybody's breakfast. I'm the big dog. I don't care. Friends or not, this is my job, and you're going to take it or I'm going to, right? Yeah. It's do or die. And yet, oh, we're, we're, we're good, bud. Fuck all that. <laughs> Fuck all that. You're taking food off my plate, dog. You got to die. <laughs> Sorry. I like Brad Katana, as predicted, was the only person yeah, that so was excited. willing to switch to McGregor's team. I don't like Cody Gibson's ad- attitude, though, because he he's acting like he has a shot in the cage against McGregor. <laughs> like, bro, you better step the fuck back. You haven't fought in eight years. You think you, you're at the level of most of the top guys yeah. in this fucking division? You're out of your mind. The people out that are mind. like, I'll go home before I switch teams. That's fucking yep. stupid. Yep, you're lame. You're lame. That's Grow stupid. up, dude. It's a TV show. Yeah. It's a TV show. You want to make it entertaining or not? You want to be coached? Because guess what else happened with Austin and fucking Roosevelt? Dead motherfucking silent in the entire fucking arena. Exactly. exactly. Not a sound. You can hear the bitches breathing. Yep. You never hear that. No. Then they go to Connor Cam instead of anybody who coaches either one of the guys. Connor Cam, he says fucking three quotes the entire time. Yeah, he's like, like trying to coach Roosevelt Roberts, which, which is pretty funny, actually. Right. Get him back on his side. Fuck it. <laughs> like, you got, I don't know. That energy thing is a big deal for me when it comes to the Ultimate Fighter because you notice it right out of the gate and in the fights where it's like, you know, the, who's here, who's, who's coming here to take this? And. <clears throat> I'm glad Katona fights next because I think Tamur is a big problem. I think he's a problem for Katona, and I don't like his attitude anymore. <laughs> I'm off Katona now. This guy bothers me. His weird accent that's like Canadian. Crazy, or I, man. His eyes are, yeah. You should wear glasses. You should have to. You know what I mean? Just to keep people from fucking crossing to the other side of the street. This fucking five foot five guy. <laughs> Look with those eyes, bro. Where'd you come from? <laughs> they kick you out of the Shire. <laughs> um, McGregor came immediately and gave them all fucking some disgusting Irish oh, stew. God. You know, whatever the fuck that could have been. It's like, you know, we're in Las Vegas in this giant mansion. And we're going to eat food out of a fucking, you know, a bucket. <laughs> we're going to eat your gruel. I'll have a steak. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But why always him? There's too much Connor, dude. They brought in a we- turkey fryer. 
They yeah. dumped and a chef. They brought a guy. <laughs> they dumped. They brought a whole other guy in as well. <laughs> yeah. N- nobody in the house was cooking. There's a. There's. Where's there the go. chef? Hey, he's in the back. How'd you know it was the chef? Did he come in with the supplies, like carrying meat and potatoes <laughs> and shit? Hey, you must be the chef. Fucking didn't look like a chef when you go back there, and he's cooking out of a fucking shoe. You know what I mean? Weird as fuck. Very homeless behavior. I'll tell you this. They like, brought in a damn chef. They had him cook the meal. Then he had McGregor just come and pour some beer into it. Uh, and then Jason was like, I could I could only taste the beer. Bro, <laughs> you know, so what What was that? It's like, what are you going to tell us next? You fucking could taste the spinach and a chicken salad? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, who cares? What? Uh, what, you're vegan? And you don't drink? Cool, dude. That's all that said to me. Why'd you have to put that on camera, UFC? Hey, just so you guys know, that badass Jason Knight doesn't like beer. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess I hate him now. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's irrelevant. Oh, man, again, let's get into these fights that took place. Absolutely. Over in England. All right, first one, uh, uh, Filio uh, Daniel Mbarez. Anyway, that was a, a back and forth for the, the little bit it lasted in the first round. <laughs> Right. Uh, dude, I tell you what, there was a, a moment when this uh, Jafel got knocked down, and Daniel Barres came over and tried to do a hammer fist to him, and he moved out of the way. That would have probably been the end of the fight right there. But uh, he ends Did up he... Get, getting up uh, and getting in the arm triangle, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a wild round. It ended quickly, but it was a wild round. I, I know. This isn't gonna. It doesn't pertain to these next two fights because I came in at Chris Duncan and Yanel, but I did want to bring up the upcoming Timur, like I said in Katona, because they bring in Islam, and <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about Islam calling his, you know, fellow Dagestani fighter a professional? Because I feel like I, I I believe him. There's something about the way Islam conducts himself that makes you believe that that professionalism, it it's above everything else. Right, and that kind of makes you be like, well, "Fucking then that's caliber. That's cal. That's somebody you want to have in the organization." You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. if he's a foreign fighter, that just looks good because he's a fucking good dude and he, he conducts himself as a professional. He's not jumping over the cage, like Khabib. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not to compare two Dagestani guys, but professional. And then Islam's like his guy too. Do you guys know what professionalism is though? Because your, your main guy <laughs> jumped over the. Thing. He does need a professional All right. haircut. All right, let's keep going. Like we got uh, Shauna. Uh, Bannon, yeah, right. Uh, versus Bruno Brazil, decision. I mean, did we <laughs> did we expect anything? So yeah, Brazil won, and not much took place in this fight. And you know, Shauna, all the shit talking she was doing because she was a protege of McGregor, uh, and they talked about her her kickboxing history. Well, she didn't do a whole lot. She didn't throw a whole lot up, and then she was crying. I seen her on social media. Kind of, oh, oh that's the, the, the best opportunity I've ever had. The, the most important fight of my life. And I'll do better next time, you know. No, fucking leave it in the cage. But right. Anyway. Absolutely agreed. Now, correct me if I'm wrong before we go further in these fights. There was some weird commentating stuff. Am I wrong? I fe- Oh, my God, I did. I teared up. <laughs> I teared up, my friend. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, was this? Maybe this was the last fight. Nope, it was this fight. Okay, Aspinall. Because Bisbing. They gave him like some little memorial thing about Bisbing, about being sort of like the first UK fighter to come over and fucking bang with the boys and fucking work it out and make himself a champion. And you know what? I love it. I love that. 
as much shit as I could talk about Michael Bisbing, the fucking that's it's true, dude. Sam, we can't go back and look in our own mind and memory of what Michael Bisbing did in that octagon and think that anything was bad. Anything was poor. He conducted himself well. He was nasty as shit. He, he got, dude, he is the quintessential fighter. And then now he's a professional, combs his hair, fucking suits. Some of the best commentating as, as, as a UFC fighter. You know what I mean? I like him. That shit was, that was heartfelt. And like he said, it was the kids that got him. It wasn't everything that he accomplished. It was the fact that, that he knew what he was doing it for. So when those kids came out to the octagon and congratulated him and shit, it, it was meaningful, man. It's true, you know what I mean? It's real, yeah. I guess is what I'll say. What impressed me uh, way back on Ultimate Fighter, uh, Tito Ortiz was his coach, and okay. Tito Ortiz took a lot of time with Matt Hamill, and kind of Bisping was kind of off to the to the side, and he was like, man, I wish you'd spend some time with me. I right. think I'm pretty good. And I think he used that as a chip on his shoulder to just, you know, to Motivation. take the whole thing home. So Yep. Well, I mean, the guy fought with one fucking eye, dude. That in itself, once we find that out, you're like, I mean, Nick Newell's not going to do that. <laughs> He's only got one arm. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I expected a, a lot more performance from you know, when they kept saying uh, yeah, Sean is a kickboxer. Yeah. But it, I think it's meaningless now. Yeah. It's very, I think, like, Khabib's camp is the only camp that can actually say those things and it means something. Oh, he's a, he trains with Khabib. You're like, okay, fucking now I'm terrified. Everybody else seems to fail. She might as, be, Maybe. Might as well be a swimmer or whatever. <laughs> there you go. Go back to ballet or whatever. This, this next fight with Chris Duncan, you know, man, Chris Duncan just walked this guy down. Yep. Just picked his, he was just picking his shots. Wherever he wanted to hit him, he hit him. It was mm-hmm. it was like watching a some kind of boxing clinic. Yeah, yeah, just, it, it, dude, it made it look like Yanel could never get going. He was always just trying to get out of the way. Then I'll start set my feet right, and then fucking Duncan's in your face again. It's a fun fight. I like this fight. Uh, now, Ketlin Vieira. You know, I think we predicted this uh, mm-hmm. against Panny. She just dominated her on the ground. Just stayed on top of her ground control. Because uh, that's what we—that's what we want to see. Fight for the belt. We want to see a fucking boring ass wrestling match where there's no finish. Yay. That just that just gave you no points for any of the fans, because guess what you did? You just said, "Hey, guess how I fight?" Fucking boring, dude. <laughs> uh, Macmod, Mordov, Brian Barbarino, uh, Barbarino. Bar- hey, Barbarina. Barbarina. Female barbarian. Don't forget this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mix him up with a barbarian. He he no couldn't kidding. stop uh, the takedowns. He just was taking down the whole fight. Sam, there's a word for it. One dimensional. One. <laughs> that's, that's it and he, but he's other... not even that great at that he's just like a pure brawler that's true you're that's true yeah you're you didn't right. put him back in a day with like kimbo slice chris chris lieben you know uh <laughs> fucking when matt brown was at his peak robbie lawler at his peak guys like this that were ruthless just fucking you can punch me in the face and i'm gonna hit you in the face dude how about that we'll see who goes down we miss those days donald cerrone barbarina you know what i mean those yeah. days would make sense <laughs> these guys are too well-rounded for you to be like i'll just take your shots <laughs> Then you lose. All right, sorry. All right. This this next fight with Mick Parkin, Jamal Pogues. God damn it! I hate to say it. This heavyweight division is pitiful. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how this was a thirty twenty seven. When you looked at the card before this, there were so many uh uh eight you know ten eight rounds in that card. And this card, you know, Parkin dominated this guy. I mean, yeah. at, at one point, uh, like Pogues only threw. 
I don't remember what it was at the end, like 16 significant strikes or something, the whole whole fucking fight. That he only threw a few uh significant one round he threw like two significant strikes. This it should have even been worse than 3027. Pogues didn't want to engage. He just got beat up. Well, what do we think about this Mick Parkin guy? Was that a good test for him? He's coming out of a decent camp, isn't he? He's from somewhere. I, I say bring him oh, up yeah, against someone slightly better. Uh, this is what I think. Put him against that uh, that that Huggy Bear guy or whatever. See what he does against him. Just build him slightly. Uh, increases increase uh, yeah. his opponents. Absolutely. You know, I'm I also about think that, that the big guy does the backflips. Well, the one thing that I oh yeah okay, what's his fucking name? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Huggy Bear. Uh, they're probably gonna put him against. Jared Vander or Josh Parisian, I guarantee it. But what I like about Mick, though, is for his size, the dude's in shape. He's in shape. That's the one fucking thing that you can barely get in the heavyweight division, and he looks like he's in shape and he's undefeated. So he made work of this guy three rounds. It shouldn't have took you that long for your you know debut if you want us to keep paying attention, but the heavyweight division is so wide open that it's like Mick Parkin, sure, he got a, <laughs> he got a decision. Let's keep going. Push him up. Uh, Joel Alvarez versus Mark Casey. Oh boy, um, I didn't want to talk about this, but we got kind of to. Weird, <laughs> weird, huh? Because it felt like to me like Dia Casey was putting himself in those positions. He was asking for the takedown. He was trying to fight. Well, this you know uh, Joel's battle. I'm getting Go tired ahead. of this. You you brought this up. Uh, I don't know five six episodes ago about this clash of heads shit. Right. And you know I wasn't. I was I was seeing what you were saying. You know they get punched in the head. You know, fucking, as long as someone's not headbutting somebody, it's, you know, yeah. then what's the big deal? And now it's like, ever since that Kevin Holland fight, every time someone's head touches someone's head, like barely grazed their head, it's like, whoa, whoa, we got to go back and look at this. Well, And hey, then they, somebody... they get the replay official and, you know, there's like 20, uh, I seen one person, uh, I think it was Bisping was like, the, um... Oh, yeah, they're looking at the replay. It's like 20 guys over there looking at it. Well, what the fuck is the point of the replay official if the whole company right. could come out and look at a replay? No but, shit. uh, you know, this was a clash of heads. But, damn, it didn't look that fucking bad. But, uh, Diakis was trying to alert the referee and Joel Alvarez come in and just fucking beat the shit out of him after that. Well, how about this? <laughs> how about instead of 20 people huddling around a computer screen to watch them fucking show a headbutt why don't they replay mvp hitting cyborg with that knee with it crushed his fucking skull yeah. but also that's illegal yep that's legal but also you could throw a knee no fucking problem but we bang heads but also let's because the barbarina fight was the first headbang i think out of the whole card right the dude like dove yeah. on him while he's on the ground yeah i mean that was almost that was nasty headbutt. that was nasty <laughs> what a move though that's some shit you would do fighting your brother you're like bro wow i'm smashing my fucking dome into your head while you're on the bottom fucked up shit and it shouldn't happen it shouldn't be allowed but if it's unintentional how how can we get upset an elbow can do that damage a knee can do that damage mm -hmm. skull to skull what do you i mean because they also what the dude punched the guy in the back of the head as he was taken off in one of these fights he was running away punched him in the back of the head twice hit him twice once was in the back of the head but it was cir circumstantial right you can't help it when he's a moving target yeah what is any different with that in a headbutt it's bizarre what are we watching Sam? <laughs> I swear to God, it's only a matter of time before these guys are just fucking slapping. And we're going to have to go watch game-bred bare-knuckle fighting. Yeah. All right. Uh, this Johnny Parsons, Danny Roberts. Okay, this was a, a wild back-and-forth uh, I, I like this fight. Exchange I did like this in the fight. first round. Absolutely. 
Uh, the second round, Parsons is throwing kick after kick, uh, just teeing off and fucking destroying Parsons. But yeah, this was a this was a good fight, man. The, the first fight. round was great. Both these guys got so much respect for me now. You guys, this is how the Ultimate Fighter, this is how the Contender Series fighter should be fighting. You need to be hungry always. This was fighting tonight, just, by the way. Bro, just because something, you know, there's incentive, right? Uh, title. Like, for instance, Ketlin Vieira versus Panny, right? If they told them your incentive coming up is a possible title fight, and then they did that, we're moving to the next two fighters, yeah. right? Because you're aware. But you shouldn't have to be. If your goal, and you're going to talk all this shit about wanting to be a future champion, your goal is to be a champion. Fucking act like it all the time. Don't choose. Just, you know what I mean? Always be. It doesn't make sense that they can flip-flop like this. This is the one few sports that's like that. Because it's only, it's one versus one. You know what I mean? It's not 11 guys who are bringing up the linebacker because he's upset and having a bad week. You know, you got to do that for yourself. That's what your coaches are for. But Danny Roberts, Johnny uh, Johnny Parsons, I do also want to say he called out Patty Pimblett at the end of this fight, which <laughs> I liked. Very happy with that. But also he talks shit about his hair, and you can't do that with your hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the 600-pound life girls making fun of a fat girl. It's like you just can't. You you have the bad hair too, <laughs> you know? Mullets are disgusting. All right, this next fight, Daniel Marcos, Davey Grant. Uh, this ended up going to a split decision. And oh my god, hold on before we get okay, it ended in split decision, but at the end, Sam, tell me you saw this, okay? Because Mark Goddard was the referee and he's not English, he'll tell you he's not English, but he's certainly not an American. And he talks with a fucking accent, where are you from, mate? Right? But you see, uh, Davy Grant holding his other arm up, right? Mark Goddard's got his left arm, he's he holds his arm up like I won, then Daniel. Attempts to do the same fucking thing, huh. and Goddard goes no, and and his because his teammate tried to help. He goes over his teammate, lifts his arm up for him because you know uh, <laughs> Daniel wasn't holding his arm up, and his teammates like put your fucking arm up. Davy's got his up, put yours up, and Mar Mark Goddard physically made him stop. <laughs> Bro, you're not English though, but certainly leaning heavily towards Davy as a friend, right? What the fuck was that? I don't know. Because, uh, dude, Daniel at the end, uh, Marcos at the end even goes, like, the fuck? Like, yeah. he made me, what? I'll have to go back. I can't, I can't go like this even after I fucking, the fight, I, dude, I'd be mad as fuck. <laughs> the fuck do you mean, bro? What do you mean? All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Interesting fight, though. I liked it. Yeah, it was back and forth. I, I really Absolutely. didn't know who won. I, I thought it was going to be Grant because he seemed to look more to engage, especially at it the end It was of the so fight. close, dude. I mur yeah, unlike this fight where Murphy uh destroyed Col Ball, uh Murphy yeah, dominated yeah. uh third round, especially all kinds of ground and pound. Oh boy, oh boy, uh, they talked about Ball though quite a bit, huh? Yeah, they, they always really do. Him up. <laughs> so annoying. He dropped him with a kick to the liver. <laughs> He's he was so slow. This Lerone the Lerone Murphy dude was fucking zing 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 all over the place, bro. Talk about Mighty Mouse, you know what I mean? The fucking kid was everywhere. And, and nonstop. There was never once where he got tired. Where you're like, oh, now's your chance, Cooley Bow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, nope. Uh, Unlike uh, the next one, I hated this next fight. You guys are the same. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Fucking twins. What are we doing? Jai hasn't been in. Hey, he hasn't been shit since he came into the UFC. Right? What the fuck impressive performance have you had? I mean, at least for us, it's sort of newer. 
but 12 and 5 and 1, Jai? Come on, man. And you're still losing sort of the same way you consistently have been losing? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of action. And, uh, no. Zion was Holding landing from fence. distance. Hated it. Hated it. You guys are the same exact guy. We only need one of you. One of you, get better at something else. Be a jujitsu master, something. Because there's no improvement from either guy. If that's still how you're fighting, Ketlin Vieira. No improvement if that's still how you're fighting. We need finishes. Speaking of finishes. Hey, good segue. One, I, I'm a master of it, buddy. <laughs> uh, Paul Craig versus Andre Munoz. Munoz. Uh, again, Munoz fucking jacked as all hell. Just a big boy. Big boy for middleweight. That's a, that's a big dude. Even in comparison to Paul Craig, who's a 205. You're like, he's huge, dude. Yeah. Uh, but Paul Craig's a nasty Scottman. Scottman, you know, he come in there fucking smashing boys, and now he's at 185. What do we got there, Sam? Who's the top of the food chain at 185? Uh, it's Real Adesanya. I don't, yeah. you, you don't got to look. <laughs> you know, we got Alex Fajera. We got Paulo Costa. We got Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier. Paul Craig versus any of them? I like it. I like it. He said he mentioned something about some other Scotsman after he won that died recently, and I looked into it. Some Tim guy or Tom, mm. Tim something. Not sure how he passed away or anything, but they definitely made mention of it. And also they made mention of the fact Paul Craig had the hair surgery in Thailand. <laughs> what? Because it fucking matters. Oh, my God. All that matters. Dude, you're fighting Paul Craig. You don't go on the ground and play around with him. No. You don't fuck around with him. It's, this is all I had to write right here. Munya is playing around with Craig on the ground. And then I added, and it cost him. <laughs> yep. Damn it. I mean, he's, what are you again, doing? talking about him being huge, he's too muscular to be able to roll with Craig the way that he lost weight to be in this weight class. He's even, you know what I mean? His, there's no way his cardio is worse now. Paul Craig, right? Whereas Munoz is a fucking huge 185er that probably had to drop, of course, to make weight. And then that lactic acid from fucking squeezing, being squeezed, rolling, lifting your own weight. It's insane. He got tired fast as hell. This Nathaniel Wood, Andre Felia. Man, th this. Okay, Another so. one. Another one for me. Another one where I got so much respect for both guys again. I got so much respect, dude. Feely, like, and this is what they said in the fight, and I 100% saw this the entire fight. He is one of the best at managing his distance. He, with his, with his length, with how mm. tall he is and shit, perfect. He knows when he can capitalize. He knows when he can't. It was, it was tough against this guy. Like I said, Nathaniel yeah. Woods, Energizer Bunny, dude, tough as hell. Strong as shit. See, this and, could be fight of the night. Could have been because these guys beat the shit out of each other in this fight. I agree. Wood got dropped. He, uh, yes, quickly. Yeah, as soon as the fight started. And then they came back, and that's what that's what you want. You know what I mean? He could have gave up. He could have made the dude, you know, wrestle him on the ground now. Now we got a boring-ass yeah. fight. No, they stand back up. Let's bang it out, dude. We're still here. Speaking, You're fresh. I'm fresh. Wake up. <laughs> speaking of fight. giving up, <laughs> uh, Molly McCann, Julius Stilarenko. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Shut that fucking crowd up. Uh, Shut the fuck up. I enjoyed so it too, but it. I didn't realize that that McCann, you know, she got dominated in her last fight. She was taken down and submitted uh, by uh, Aaron Blanchfield. And dude, I didn't realize sucks. how bad it exposed she, her. She but, stinks, dude. <laughs> is that not, I mean, we are. Why did she this. roll toward, she did the absolutely wrong. Anyone watching MMA for more than six any, months would know you don't roll right yes. into the arm bar. <laughs> yeah, you gave it to her. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Uh, yeah, go to a different weight class so you can still have a job. 
That's it. Because you're fucking irrelevant. There's nothing she brings to the table for any of us actual fans that give a fuck. Like, you're garbage. That, hey, and also shut that fucking crowd up because it's unfair that we can fight in Las Vegas and you don't hear the Americans booing the Brazilian fighters, yeah. the UK fighters. But you fucking douchebags in Europe are going to be like, boo, because your fucking European fighter with five teeth in his head fucking lost. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Go fucking eat a, a spotted dick. <laughs> Does Tom Aspinall fight? Wasn't even a fight. He just blitzed, blitzed mm-hmm. uh, Marcin Tibora. Uh, yeah, it was over before it started. And he just beat the living crap out of him. Well, this is the thing that we have to start experiencing a little bit more from these guys that come back from injury is a guy who's still hungry, you know. It's a shame when they come back and they just they can't get back on the right foot, you know. Maybe it's uh, Chris Weidman or an Anderson Silva. You know, some of these guys either – have an injury and never come back or they do come back and they're never the same and tom aspinall's different now he even said it this is a different guy good luck everybody i think john jones versus aspinall is uh that's a wrap on john jones career wow wow i think tom aspinall is too fast i think he's too willing to engage that john jones is going to be pressured to have to fight back and unless he's fucking pinpoint counter act you know his pin his counter accuracy is pinpoint he's screwed because you're not a natural heavyweight, my friend. And this dude, Tom Aspinall, is easily one of the biggest dudes in the best shape in the division. Always looks healthy. Always looks ready to go. That's why it was a shame when you saw the knee pop. And what he said something about it, too, didn't he? He said something about the camp, going through camp, something about the knee, felt a little fragile. Fucking the one. What a shame, too, because the guy he was fighting would have made him a star. Fucking Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. I mean, it- like, 15 second fight what a terrible thing to have happen but well he's back on the right track now so absolutely we got some big boys coming up yeah man what do we do here i mean i got miranda maverick as the first one against no no one (laughs) so there's she's 12 and 4 whoever miranda's fighting but there's no photo no there's not even a circle of a possible picture on this fucking thing huh it was a priscilla cashier let me make sure let me hit up uh, Sure Dog and make sure that change change up. Yeah, I already see two canceled fights for this one. It's UFC 291. Oh, what? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Comes right up when you uh, the uh, on the old Google. But yeah, she's fighting uh, Priscilla Cashiera. Okay. And uh, Cashiera, uh, seven knockout wins. Uh, you know, she's four and four in the UFC. Uh, she has two submission losses. She's won four of her last five. You know, just uh, both of her submission losses were by near a rear naked choke. Miranda Maverick, four and three in the UFC. Uh, she lost a decision to Jasmine Judavicious in her last fight. She had won her previous two fights. You know, I don't understand Miranda Maverick. I don't know what it is about her, but, like, she has kind of a, a name, but she shouldn't have a name. You know what I mean? So... I think she came in her first couple fights in UFC and looked really good, and everybody had high hopes for her. But That's how easy it is. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But I just don't understand. And she, to me, she just hasn't been aggressive in her last several fights. And if she, if she's fighting Kashera and she fights the way that she fights, Miranda's going to have to look for the takedown the whole time. She's not going to want to stand with her. And then she might get herself in trouble. Realistically, if you're coaching Miranda in the first place against Kashera, you'd have to say take her down. She loses via submission. She's got knockouts. 
save yourself the trouble, don't get hurt, and be boring as all hell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's even a betting favorite, and I, I don't understand it myself. But you know, <laughs> she, she just hasn't been aggressive. I mean, probably Maybe. since that fight against. All right, well, she lost to Macy Barber. She probably should have won that. It was a decision. It was a tough loss. Aaron Blanchfield, her next Aaron Blanchfield, that was a decision. She lost lost that too. Uh, she won a uh, rear naked choke in the next fight. Then a d- decision against Shauna Young. She just hasn't been aggressive though. We we've mm-hmm. seen her aggressive before. And I don't know where she it's gone to. She might have just lost the drive, man. I don't know. She don't want to get her uh, her face all beat up, I guess. Yeah, but she got all this hype and shit. It's like that's when you got to use it to your advantage. That's when you got to actually start, you know, kind of being an aggressive asshole. You know, <laughs> take what you think you deserve. All right, this next fight, Maffles, Matthew Simmelsberger. <laughs> I like how you smashed this first and last name. Meffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well burger. be. Like a smash burger. It's my favorite <laughs> type of burger. Uh, Let's go. Yari's Medic. All right, so Medic, uh, he's 8-1. Uh, his only loss was to Jalen Turner via submission. So he's 2-1 and one in the UFC. All his fights have gone to finishes. Six knockouts, two submission wins. Simmelsberger comes in. He, he kind of dances around. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, you know, this is going to be a tough fight. He's 11-5. and five. Uh, He's got six knockout wins himself. Uh, he has lost two of his last three. He's 5-3 and three in the UFC. Uh, medic. We really don't know. There's a lot of question marks for him. You know, he's only been in UFC with three fights, and like I said, he just lost a decision. Jalen Turner and the reach advantage Matthew Simmelsberger has 75 inches to 71 inch. I don't know. I think Medic's gonna get inside and, and pound on him a little bit. But Simmelsberger, he's uh, what's the word? Um, I don't want to say dynamic, but he does have a lot of energy. Uh, I just like envision him running around in there. Yeah. You got to slow him down. He might have to chop the fucking wood for a little bit first. There you go. There you go. Get him to stay in one place. But but Semmelsberger doesn't, to me, he doesn't come across as a guy who's going to hit you with one punch and knock you out. But I think he could throw combinations that could do some damage, put a guy on his butt. But I am curious to see how, because like you said, Euros is really new to the UFC. I want to see more from him. We've seen Semmelsberger quite a bit, you know. Are we even saying his name right? I don't Simmelsberger. That's how I like to say it. I don't. Fuck it. Who cares? We know who we're talking about. You guys might not have a clue. <laughs> uh, CJ Vergara versus Venetius Salvador. I mean, again, I talked about this name, Venetius. Beautiful. Uh, what do you think about this fight? What notes you got here, man? These guys are relatively uh, evenly matched. Yeah, both think- of these guys love the box. So hopefully we'll see a, a nice little boxing match in there. Uh, CJ Vergara, you know, he's he's pretty tough. Uh, seven knockout wins. Uh, this Venetius, you know, he's got 13 knockout wins, one submission. You know, but he's he's been knocked out twice. I mean, he, these guys, yeah, this should be a really good boxing match. And uh, I think Venetius, uh, I don't know if he, I mean, you think he can knock out Vergara, or is it's going to go Vigera to a decision? I think is going to resort. I think he's going to resort to his wrestling. Hmm. Vigera's he does that. It's common trade in, in his fights where he's willing to take you down a thousand times. I think you know, I see Salvador head. by decision. That, that'd be my guess if I had to make one. If I'm saying, uh, you know, we see somebody come in early, I think Vigera has the earlier power. If he wants to put him out, he can. But I also think that he's he's got a good corner, man. Otherwise, I'd fucking be talking more shit about him, but he keeps winning. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just a terrible personality, but the guy's fucking he's he's smart. He's got a good IQ and I think he fights with the strategy. So he could be boring or he can go in there and light this dude up, put him away, but I think it is a good matchup. We'll see. Maybe he'll show some hands and then uh, right. fake get the takedown. Absolutely. I mean, he's a talented guy. That's the worst part about it. Fucking the guy named CJ being talented. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Walter Waite, uh, bout next. Jake Matthews, Darius Flowers. Uh, Flowers, he's won his last four fights. Uh, he hasn't fought since August. He was on the Contender Series uh, you know, a whole year ago. Had a knockout win on there. Eight knockout wins. Uh, this guy, he's been submitted four times, though, in his career. Out of his five losses. Uh, Matthews, five knockouts, seven seven submission wins. Uh, you know, his uh, you would think the game plan would be take this guy down and submit him. Only thing is, Matthews, even though he has seven to submissions, his last submission win was in 2018. So, you know, he's one of those guys that get a lot of finishes, and then he comes in the UFC. Uh, he does have a two-inch reach advantage. Uh, he, he's lost two of his last three. Uh, the last w- was uh, to Simmelsberger. So, you know, this, who knows, man. Uh, I, I think I think Flowers has the power, but yeah. Matthews, if he starts wrestling with him, this guy is easy to, to take down. Oh, that's the thing I'm wondering is who who's who thinks they're going to be the dominant force in the fight first, much like Vergara and, you know, Venetius. Who wants it more? Who's going to come in and actually, you know, who's who's excited to be here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who's going to perform, dude? It's such a it's such a goddamn gamble. That's why having these idiots that come on the fucking screen and try to tell us this this is who you should pick. It's yeah. it's it's an embarrassment. We don't even need it because it's impossible to be accurate. It's anybody's night. But I do think Matthews is going to resort to his wrestling. I don't think he wants to test the power. I don't think it matches. So if he does resort to the wrestling, I think the explosiveness, the speed is going to come. It's going to be leaning more towards flowers. So if he gets up even once, I think Matthews is backpedaling rest of the fight, fighting off the back foot. All right, middleweight bout next, Roman Kopilov versus uh, Claudio Ribeiro. Yeah, this is the guy with the dad. Ha! 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 Comes out and he's dancing. Oh, is this that guy? Holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, with his entourage. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so, all right, what I got written down uh, suits him even more, even better. I just got, you know, know, because that that guy, uh, (laughs) Ribeiro, he's got 11 knockout wins. He's won six of his last eight. Uh, He's one and one in the UFC. But Kopilov, nine knockout wins. Still at two in the UFC, but he has fought so much better competition that I just give him the edge. Yeah, I think there's something uh, with Ribeiro's style that's kind of difficult for people to handle at this point, which I, I fully understand that. But he also, he's not good enough at it to be successful. You know what I mean? Where a lot of guys have that herky-jerky style, that dancey style, and they can be successful. This is a tough division. The middleweight division is the toughest one to do that type of shit, and I think... And dude, this next fight, my God, man. How do you fall so far, Derek Lewis? Six on the card, Derek Lewis, heavyweight bout, Marcos, uh, Rogerio Delama. All right, he's won four of his last five. Both, uh, Derek Lewis, you know, these are guys that are going in two different places. Absolutely. I, I think. The Lama takes Derek Lewis to the ground and just beats him up. Nope. 
You don't think Sam, so? I think, I think he knocks him out. I think he <laughs> knocks him out Wilson on his feet? Sleep. I'm serious. The, you, look at this guy's last several fights. He's got nasty power. He's pretty fast. And because he's a little bit undersized height-wise, he has to tuck under and get in. He's got to throw those wide overhands. Can you see what I wrote down here? I can't, but tell me it's word okay. for word what I just said. It says right here, uh, takes Lewis to the ground and beats him up, may even do it on his feet. <laughs> I like it. Yep, yep. Because he surprised the shit out of me in his last matchup. He came in and did some heavy work, man, and I think Derek Lewis is going to be surprised by this guy's power. And his speed is going to be to the advantage, right? Delima's going to have the speed advantage, oh, and I think sure. he's going to be the hung He's a hungrier fighter. Derek Lewis hasn't been hungry since the last time he was in Houston. Yeah, well, that's the only thing. It, the only edge he has is not uh, gonna get knocked out at home. Absolutely, for a change. yeah. He can't fight at home. No, Michael, more. Ja it, man, it, it's so bad as we're calling it Michael Jackson's house now. <laughs> the home that's of Mike crazy. Jackson, the fighter, not Derek Lewis. All right, Gabriel, uh, Bonfim, Trevin Giles. All right, so this Bonfim, this is this guy's fourteen and zero. He's been on the fucking hype train. Uh, Three knockouts, 11 submission wins. He's been dominant in every fight. Uh, Trevin is tough. I just don't see how he wins this, standing or on the ground. Survival. All he can do is survive. That's his only plan in this fight is to survive. It's not to try to win. It's not to try to, you know, incite violence on his end. It's just to survive. But if he can catch him, like his brother, right? Yeah, his brother just we, recently had a loss. We do have a shot at shutting this fucking hype train all the way off. <laughs> but the last guy I think to do it is Trevin. I'm sorry. Uh, Walter Wade Belt next. Michael oh Chiesa. Kevin Holland. I like that. I like that. That is fun. I want to I want to see what Michael what Michael Chiesa still has in the tank. I want to see. That's fun. I bet when he got this contract put on it, whoever signed first, I mean, that's exciting. This is an exciting fight. So, yeah, uh, Kiesa, you know, he's got 10 submission wins. We know Kevin Holland has struggled lately with defending a takedown. He's been ex been exposed by Derek Brunson mm -hmm. a long time ago now. But uh, the thing is, Kiesa, with his 10 submissions, it's going to sound what I was just saying. His last submission win was in 2018. <laughs> so... He lost his last two fights back in 2021, and uh, he hasn't submitted anybody in a long, long, long time. So, you know. Okay, I'll say this. Out of all the fights on this main card, I think this is the one of two that might go to decision. <laughs> Who do you like here? Who do you actually think is going to win? Kevin Holland. Yeah? How? A long, arduous fight beating the hell out of Michael <laughs> <Yeah>. Chiesa? <laughs> Stopping takedown after takedown. Stopping takedown to takedown. I think he'll get some shots in though. Yeah, uh, Kiesa, maybe, maybe, maybe if he's smart, he'll throw in some uppercuts and hit land on Kiesa when he goes in for a takedown. Or we see a whole new Kiesa that's got nasty hands. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> it could happen. I mean, I didn't think Wonder Boy was gonna beat that's the true. crap out of Holland like he did. Yeah. Imagine Michael Kiesa in a fucking karate stance like McGregor. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you going to do, bro? All right, uh, Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green. Um, I'm going to lean Bobby Green all day long on this one just because I don't see Tony Ferguson's on the tail end of his career. If he pulls off a victory, it better be his last one. I mean, I the guy's not doing well, number one, and he's not do just in general, and then number two, he's not doing well in the octagon. 
he's been exposed, like you said about Holland. You know, people are able to find Tony Ferguson's chin so much easier these days. And that motherfucker is made of what? Glass? Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was made of rubber on that last. I fight. could. I was trying to th- silicone something <laughs> yeah. real soft. Cotton? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's lost a step. He's lost several steps. Uh, he's lost his last five fights. He hasn't had a win since June of 2019. The man should be retired, enjoying yeah. life on a beach somewhere. Uh, Green, Green has power. I mean, he's been knocked yeah. out four times himself, but and, and you know he's 0-2 and won his last three fights. But I, I just after Tony Ferguson got knocked out in that last fight, I can't see him having another win. Was that wasn't that Chandler? Yes. Did, oh. I just don't see how you come back from that. That was that was brutal. Someone well, 39 years old getting hit like that. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Who's already had psychological issues, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I also have to add this. Bobby Green hits you a lot. No matter if he wins or loses, you get hit a lot. He's got a nasty fucking jab. And here we are with a guy on the verge of CTE, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah Ferguson's get- face has got a magnet in it. Bro, yeah, no kidding. I, I don't know. I, I, it's a good matchup. Uh, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You put now Tony Ferguson a... in with Artem. Uh, there you go. Lobo and get they'd get knocked out. So. I mean, this is a this is a selling fight too. People are still fans of both of these guys. I think the one thing that's gonna be a disadvantage for both of them is the one who comes in trying to dance the most. The one who's coming in trying to do these awkward fucking I'm going to showboat type shit, you're going to get exposed. It could be Tony. It could be Bobby. Both of them do the same type of weird shit when they're in there. We don't need either, We don't need that from either one of you. Not this late in your career. Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> fucking just fight, dude. Get it over with. Uh, it would be crazy to see the real El Kukui come back, though. I would not be, I would not be mad. No. Who would be upset to see Tony Ferguson light this motherfucker up? Bobby Green you know what would I mean? be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I think they're both sort of, you know, they're the, they're a lot of the female fighters in a way. You know, the, the top names. It's like these guys are going to go down in history no matter what. It doesn't matter who yeah. wins or loses in this fight. Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson, they're remembered forever. It's I will say this, is, too. Uh, I've seen where Bobby Green, I think someone asked him about Tony Ferguson, you know, on his big losing streak and all that. And Bobby Green was like, yeah, he's, he's still dangerous. Yeah, There's nothing dude. to take away from him. So I don't think he's going to take him lightly. That's no, I don't think he's going to come in and do anything stupid and, until he starts getting comfortable. You know yeah, what I mean? Then he might point at him or fucking dance or I don't know. It's I don't like that on the main card, but that's what these guys are known for. We're not going to forget that, and we'll just see. I, I would love to see the boogeyman. You know what I mean? I'd love to. Where the fuck's he been? I mean, since after he dismantled Donald Cerrone, I was like, Oh, well, everybody's fucking ruined. There's no one in the division that stands a chance against that. And then all downhill, man. It's not good. But Bobby Green's kind of been on the up and up, at least as far as his his showings. Maybe he's not winning, but every time he he shows up, dude. Yeah. And he's done very well. But uh, Stephen Thompson versus Michael Fajera. What do you think? What do you think, dude? Awkward, awkward, huh? (laughs) I'm going to tell you, if it wasn't for that last fight with Kevin Holland... Okay. Uh, I would think uh uh for Hera would would probably win a decision against Wonderboy, but Wonderboy did such a great job of keeping his distance in that fight Beautiful. and oh, landing true. from outside. And I know that's kind of what the same thing that that you know that for Hera yeah. likes to do. He kind of yeah. likes to land from the outside too. So he gets in that karate stance, he he might be able to keep him away from him. 
he does you know, get a reach advantage. I will say, you know, this card for a fucking pay-per-view, you got nasty. A, a, a fight, a guy 39 in the last fight, Tony Ferguson, 36-year-old Bobby Green, Wonder Boy who's 40 in this yeah. fight. The next fight, you got a 40-year-old against a 36-year-old. I'm just, it might be some time for some new stars, UFC. Let's get these guys up. On up and up, uh, but anyway. Hey, hey, but for the guy, for guys like us, dude, I'm happy. This yeah. is a nasty card. You know, it would have been nasty five years ago too. But uh, <laughs> you know, every single one of these guys five years ago at their prime. I don't know. Uh-huh. Stephen Thompson's just he's he's tough to deal with. I think for anybody, no matter how much you study him, you don't know what he's gonna do. And Fajera is very much the same way. They're gonna be looking at mere images of each other. Uh-huh. The only thing that I see different from Thompson to Fajera is. The technicality on Thompson's, he's got a little bit of an edge. He's more accurate. He throws with more of a a purpose, whereas I guess it's Michelle probably, right? Michelle Fajera. Maybe, right? that, dude, they change. Sometimes they call him Michael. Sometimes right. they call him Michelle. Either way, the guy has, he will do awkward shit. He'll do odd stuff. He'll throw some mm. weird moves in there. I mean, we've seen him smack up. people in there before. That oh. could mess up Steven Thompson. That's <laughs> not something you see in the, in the 170 division. You don't see a guy who's that that odd unless it is Tony Ferguson, and that's a rare occurrence. You know what I mean? If he's at 170, but this this type of striking is very odd. Stephen Thompson very much standard, atypical one two three type shit. You know what I mean? But maybe we'll see Thompson throw something odd just and, because he knows what he's go- up against. I don't know. I like this matchup. And for Ari, he might uh, be overlooking Thompson because he's already calling out MVP. So <laughs> also, I was going to bring that up to you. He's the most valuable free agent right now. Mm-hmm. What's but, he fight at? Is he at 170? I think so. I think he's, he fought, yeah, he fought Mike Perry. That's 170. Interesting. But th- this should that, be a good scrap. I, I just, you know, for some reason, when I think about these guys facing off against each other, uh, I'm thinking that they're going to, like, have a lot of respect in the first round and there ain't going to be very many strikes thrown. But hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they're engaging and, you know, yeah. beating the crap out of each other from the outside. Something. Action, action. All right. Next. Go ahead, man. This is weird. A Jan Blokovich, Alex Vieta. So, yeah, how is this guy going to rebound after that knockout loss he just took to Izzy? That's going to be the question, man. So And the guy the guy he's facing is another guy who beat Izzy. Yeah. Very odd, right? <laughs> like, he beat the guy who just knocked you out sort of easily. And here, But Fajera, this is a big motherfucker, dude. For 185, 205, he's huge. He's all muscle. You know what I mean? He's built like an animal. You know, it's like a cheetah. He's just nothing but tendons and muscles, dude. And I just, I think Han is a little smoother. I think he's a little smoother. And with his combinations, whereas Alex, though he does have a lot of kickboxing and all that experience and shit, this MMA thing is, it's not his bag. You know, he's, he's still learning. But he's facing top, top competition. And if he's able to even do anything, you have to give him credit. You just have to. It's yeah. too early in his career to be facing a guy like Han, who's a fucking champion. It's bizarre. Is these one thing? Because that's your weight class. You fought the dude two other times. That makes sense. But now you're fighting a guy who has, what, uh, 41 fights. <laughs> like some stupid-ass number. You know, 39, 40 fights. Almost exactly, right? Against a guy who's 7-2. and two. Yep. The, like- the likelihood... Of Fajera coming in and lighting up Han is very, very small. But if it happens, if he's able to do anything, you have to give him credit because he is that good. He is that talented. He does have something somewhere else, but Han could take him down. He could yeah, chop his fucking legs. There's a thousand other. Han's talented all over. 
MMA is his thing. You know, he fucking goes every time before a fight, this son of a bitch goes to the woods where a man killed himself, hung himself, and hangs out under the tree. You want to fight that guy? A Polish guy who talks to the dead? No, thank you. Wow, man. Very well said. Uh, yeah, Fiera, <laughs> it, it's going to be, we'll see how he, how he reacts after that that brutal first knockout round, he first had. Round. That's got to be in I his head. See, let, me, let me see the first five minutes. That's all I want to see. The first five minutes is going to tell us so much about Alex. Is he improving? Is he trying to improve? You know what I mean? Because this is not a guy that you can just go in there and be like, yeah, I just box. I'm a brawler. Okay, this is the former champion. Yeah, you son we, of a bitch. <laughs> we still haven't seen anybody really wrestle with this guy and put him on his back, as I'm sure. Had, I, yeah, defend a takedown. <laughs> grapple with him for a second. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to stand with him. Like Strickland. Strickland had to stand up with him. His ego wouldn't yep. let him try to take him down. And then he got lit up. So uh-huh. let's see if the, you know. I think Han's got a chin. That's the other thing. That's why I think that's also an issue. It's like this guy could take punches. Alex does as well. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from this guy other than the experience in itself going up against a guy who is out of your weight class and he's a former champion and he has 40 fucking fights in this. Good luck, man. You know, I wish you the best. Put him to sleep. I don't care. I just want to see how much how if you can do five minutes. I want I want to see if there's improvement. Test him. Go everywhere, Hans. Take him where you gotta take him. Uh, but the next fight is the exclusive. I mean, this is what what a fight to put together for that title. Am I wrong? That this is the best. I mean, outside of Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal, this is the BMF fight. This makes the most sense. Hundred percent. I'm disappointed that it's already happened though, because there's this thing of like. Well, you guys know each other pretty well now. There might be hesitation. You might be friends on Facebook. Like, fucking (laughs) no, dude. I still want to eat your food. Roosevelt Roberts situation. Right. I don't think Justin's ever going to be that guy. I don't think Justin gives a fuck if you were his best friend from childhood. I think he would still dog walk you around that octagon for his money. You know what I mean? Like, this is what this fucking... I don't know where you get these guys. This is an American dude. He's not even a foreign guy. A A Dagestani guy with a mentality like Justin Gaethje? Fine. I accept it. You were raised in the woods. Justin Gaethje from fucking, you know, Denver or wherever. You're like, I don't. What happened to you? What happened to you? They don't make guys like that no more. You'll be lucky if we see this, uh, you know, up until the, the our last fight we ever get to watch, Sam. Finding a guy like Justin Gaethje. Am I wrong? We've never no. seen a guy like this. I've Have you? I mean, we've been watching relatively about the same time. Yeah. All the way from Pride up until now. I've not seen a guy who is this tenacious. A fucking animal. A legit dog. He's. Uh, I mean, I Dustin mean, Poirier is not the same. I'm sorry. He's not the same. You're just and, not you the know, same. And he's already beat him. Well, actually, I'm sorry. He, lost, he did lose to him. But, I mean, that was back in 2018. Right. Uh, He was knocked out by him. But, yeah. And, I, and, Justin, how much cage time did Justin have up until the time that he fought Dustin? 40 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> he put everybody to sleep. Dude. One punch, fucking good night. Next fight. And then he fights Dustin for five minutes. He, he had some wars, for sure. But unlike most of the other wars that we've seen, I don't, I, I don't think I've seen Justin get dropped but one time. Actually put on his ass. You know what I mean? I think it was Dustin. And that was how he finished. Outside of that, but Dustin's got, he put Connor out, dude. I mean, he put Connor out. Easy, kind of. Just pinpoint accuracy. And I think that's what he has to deal with fighting Justin or Justin has to deal with fighting Dustin is his his accuracy is on point Justin hits hard as fuck and he there's what what cardio what do you mean what's tired dude 
Yeah, it's wild that all this talk of McGregor versus Chandler, and you got uh, uh, Dustin, who's beating them both. You know, so. That's true. Yeah. So, what do you think? Who do you like in the fight? Man, uh, this is this is a fucking tough one, dude. This is a tough one. I really don't know what's gonna happen in this fight. I'm leaning toward Dustin. Man. I just wonder which, which guy's going to bring the different thing. Or are they going to go in there and put their fucking heads together and just punch each other in the face? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Is one guy going to try to go out without fucking getting CTE in his fucking 50s? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I hope you beat that dog shit out of each other. I hope we need an ambulance to take you out of the cage. That's what I hope. That's what I'd love. But that's not what we're watching, Sam. Hey, I was thinking about this the other day, too, when I was just in my own head about MMA. I feel like this shit had to have started way, way, way back in the day. And it was two guys maybe wrestling. And you won by just keeping the guy down for three seconds, right? Then they said, hey, what if we introduce slapping? Fuck yeah, dude. I love to slap. And then they said, I think we could punch each other. Wrestle. Slap. And then, because imagine there's kings and shit during this time. And then the king is the one who's always upping it. He's like, you know, the wrestling's fine, but didn't like it that much. Wasn't enough oil. Um, let's slap a little bit. They're not naked enough. Don't like that. Uh, let's up it again. I want to see blood. Let's punch each other. Fine. It's all well and good. You know what? How about swords? All right, we're going to bring swords in. And then they say, you know what? What if they ride horses directly at each other with a giant stick? I'd like to see that. And then people, they were doing it without fucking armor. Then they're like, too many people are dying, sire. And he's like, oh, fuck. Well, uh, I don't know. Make some sort of steel plating so they don't die immediately, but they're severely injured. I still want to see blood. I have a problem. I shouldn't be king. <laughs> like I, that's what I believe it had to come from somewhere and I yeah. think it's a disgusting you know fat king with a turkey leg in his hand like I'd like to see them fight with sticks huh we were slapping yesterday nah sticks today matter of fact throw that guy a hatchet like he just keeps upping it gets more extreme all right now you're fighting two lions <laughs> like what because yeah, you know just, that's what it was back then dude. I'm just leaning toward that kind of power to, you're trying to entertain yourself and you got these dudes that need rations of bread and stuff, and you're like, will you fight two lions for some meat? Like, I am starving. It's not good that I fight on an empty stomach, but how else am I going to get food? Um, yeah, I'll fight the lions, I guess. With what? Uh, here's a stick. We got a stick for you. And you know what I mean? Then it progresses. Mm-hmm. Somebody find me a dragon. We need a dragon in here. Somebody get us a dragon to fight Steve. <laughs> like, what the f- You know what I mean? It had to have been that. And then you got Vikings. You're like, well, why don't you fight these large men with a fucking, you know, uh, uh, what are those? Uh, uh, I can't even think of the name of the thing. The, the ball. Oh, with the spikes yeah, on it. It's got a weird name. doesn't matter. They use it for BDSM. But you used to kick each other's asses with it. You used to drive that into somebody's skull. And now they had to revert back. They're like, okay, that's too fucking violent. We can't do that. No more sticks and lions. We'll put some gloves on. How about some pads? How about we wear some? What the fuck is a gi even? Whose ideal was that? That's not a fashion statement in any culture. Nobody wears a gi. You tie your shirt. Well, that's a blouse, friend. If you got to tie your belt around your stomach to keep your shirt closed, that's for ladies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going off. If, at you, this point, if you get through Dustin's uh, fights, I mean, it, of course, he's Everybody. lost to Oliveira and Khabib. But other than that, he hasn't lost anyone since 2016 mm. when he lost to Michael Johnson. He's not giving up. He don't quit. Neither one of these guys quit. That's the best part about it is aside from an injury <laughs> or a headbutt of some kind. Oh, my gosh. We got a nasty pay-per-view on our hand. Yeah. Exciting, these, dude. These headbutts are just getting in. Just, I know. As soon as someone touches someone's head now, 
It's yeah. like a huge deal. Ah, you should have slapped him instead of punching him. That's what should, the, the they're going to revert back to crazy slapping. about it. It's going to be stupid, dude. I hope that uh, obviously the referees have talked. The commissions have talked about headbutting. Somebody must have got banged up real bad from a headbutt, and they were like, we got to start paying more attention to that. But also, too fucking bad. Too bad. You Look what you signed up for, dumbass. You could bonk heads, or you guys are going to fucking take a shin to the face. It's so... I don't know. Pick and choose, you know what I mean? Pick and choose. All right, let's get out of here, man. Yeah, brother. Check the show notes, guys. Follow. I'm live weekly. Great yeah, job, check- Awesome, on YouTube. All that That's other right. dumb shit. Go to the great I don't know job, how to promote awesome myself. YouTube, live streams. That's right. Amen. All right, man. Yeah, shout out Sam's brother, man. There you are. Round one, fight!